So, Father, right now, I'm looking to you for direction, Lord. I thank you for the Spirit of the living God who dwells on the inside. I thank you, Lord, that you are in this place. You are mighty. You are mighty in this place. And, Lord, we know that your power is everywhere. It's everywhere present because you are here. And so, Lord, we activate this glory, this power, with our confidence, with our trust. And we declare the glory of the Lord over this service. We declare the glory of the Lord over the Bay Area. We declare, Lord, that we are on the edge of one of the greatest revivals that this Bay Area has ever seen. Lord, not only in this church, but in all the great churches across the Bay Area, all of the men of God, the women of God, all those that are hungering and, and thirsting after righteousness and hungering and thirsting after an authentic move of the Spirit. We thank you for rain, dear God. Let it rain, O oh God. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain, even greater rain. Greater rain and greater glory. Oh, we magnify you, dear Lord. We bless Sepron Kande Levre Shelebrandai. Amotore di Shelebrandole. Emetongian da Livro Somandai. We'll not back down, we'll not back off, but we will run our race strong right until the trumpet sounds. Oh, for the goodness of God and the glory of God will abound. Oh, yes, it shall be seen here and it shall be seen there. And there'll be such a corporate flow of my grace and a corporate flow of my power. Oh, the people will stand and say, oh, the Lord has done marvelous things. And it is awesome in our sight. Oh, let's lift our hands. Glory to God. Glory to God. And, and so, Lord, we're not going to back off. Uh, we're not going to cool down. Uh, we're not going to, we're not going to cool off. No, no, not, not this, not this company. Not this church. Not these people. We'll not cool off. But Lord, we thank you for the, the fire of the Holy Ghost. You said, Jesus, in Matthew 3, in verse 11, that John said that he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And he shall baptize you with fire. And so we And so we thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, for people that are on the outside of the covenant now coming into the kingdom of God. Coming in in great streams. Coming in in great rivers. People coming in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Coming into the kingdom coming into the family of God, not bound by religion, but released from that spirit in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for a filling, an infilling, uh, an infilling, and not just infilling, but infillings, plural, infillings, plural, on the on denominational people. In fillings, even on Muslims that come out of darkness into the light. A glory and a great infilling, a great baptism with the Holy Spirit and with fire and with great power, Lord. We pray it, we believe it, we declare it tonight, and we glorify you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God.
Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we know that you said in John 14 and verse 12, that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. We thank you, Lord, that the greater works shall take place in this greater glory. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And man, nor a church, nor a denomination, nor any group shall be glorified. But the glory shall go to the glorious one. The glory shall go to the Father of glory. The glory shall go to the Father of glory. Hallelujah. And I would just remind you tonight that what the scripture says, Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So purpose in your heart in this day and in this hour that you will not be fruitless, but you will be a fruit bearer. You will bring forth fruit for the glory of God. And he shall be magnified and glorified. And God will set his, put his hand upon you. And God will promote you. And God will give you, hallelujah, great desires of your heart. Amen. Well, let's praise him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us through your word and speaking to us by your spirit, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. I know it, Lord. I know it. I know it. I know it. We'll not try to do it without you. For you said, you told us that without you, we can't do anything. So we understand that, Lord. But you're with us. And you're for us. And you're in us. And so we submit our lives afresh and anew unto you. We precise vrondaye le brokaniste de nene. We We pray thy kingdom come and thy will be done in each heart and each life that is in this place tonight. Thank you for great grace and great glory upon all. Amen? Amen, 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 amen. Well, praise the Lord. We're doing a, a, a little teaching tonight on healing is for you. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is throat coat. Anybody ever drank throat coat? Sure is good. Mm. Ah. <laughs> That's why every morning, you know, I get up and I, I drink a good, strong cup of coffee. I don't like milk or you know that other fluff in my coffee <laughs> I drink it black I like black coffee and so I have me a 10 ounce cup of Major D from Pete's and man I tell you what I take that first sip and I just go ah and that's the way it ought to be when we open the word and when we come into his presence, we ought to just have a great big, oh, Lord, you're so good. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for refreshing us. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, healing is part of 
God's redemptive plan for you and for me. It's, it's for all of us. Amen? And over in Isaiah chapter 53 and uh, verse uh, 3 through 5, and uh, we'll, we'll take a look at that and just... Praise God. I got a good word for you tonight. It's a good word. He's despised and rejected of men. He, he was a man of sorrows. He was acquainted with grief. And we hid as that were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Verse 4 and 5. But, uh, verse 4. Verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs. Now that word griefs there in the Hebrews is sickness. So we could say it this way. Surely. That's positive right there, isn't it? Surely he has, past tense, bore, took, carried away our sicknesses and diseases. And carried our sorrows. Now that word sorrows there is pains. Everyone say pains. Now every one of us in this auditorium have the opportunity to be pain, to have pain sometime. Right? Some of you may have had it today. Some of you may be in pain right now, but we believe that that's changing quickly. Amen? So I think then, instead of us uh, rehearsing the pains and rehearsing the aches, we ought to rehearse the benefits. Amen? Amen? What does that mean, rehearse the benefits? It means forget not any one of His benefits. That's right. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, which it includes pain, right? Amen? Yet... We did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now, I want you to read verse 5 with me, everybody. Ready? Read. Go ahead. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Somebody says, well, I don't feel healed. Well, what's that got to do with it? Amen. With his stripes, we are healed according to the word. But now notice with me, not only is your sickness and disease paid for, your peace has been purchased. Amen? You have, you're a purchased possession and he has purchased his peace for you. I like that. You know, in the world, we're going to have tribulation. But in him, we can have peace. So that's why he tells us, don't let your heart be troubled. Amen. You believe in God. You believe also in me. Don't let your heart be troubled. Let it not be afraid. My peace I give you. My peace I give unto you. Praise the Lord. I'm glad that you and I can be full of peace. Amen. Another way we could say it is we can be stable in the midst of unstable days. Amen. You look around, you see in the world, there's a lot of people that are lacking peace. But oh, thank God you and I have the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Now, one thing that you can say daily and one thing that you can say regularly is this. I'm full of peace and I don't have a care. Anybody get the opportunity to take some care today? I did. Some of you did. Okay, so then it becomes our decision whether we're going to take that care on or whether we're going to release that care to him. Amen? Now, the long and short of it is, if we take it on, we're unable to do anything about it. But if we put it on Him, He's able to work on our behalf. Isn't that good news? 
So let's try that on for size. If I was a tailor fitting you with some suits tonight and dresses, I would say this. Say it together. I have peace. I'm full of peace. And I do not have, I don't have a care. Amen. Now, let's look at one more. Isaiah 53 was a preview of Jesus' public ministry and a substitutionary sacrifice. 1 Peter 2.24 looks back at the fulfillment of this. Amen. He was made sick with our sickness and he was diseased with our diseases. So in 1 Peter, the, 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 the second chapter in the 24th verse, it says this, Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness and by whose stripes, by whose stripes you were what? Now, don't let this be too simple to you tonight. I'm giving you God's medicine. And God's word is filled with power. And God's word is full of health and healing to all your flesh. Amen. So let your spirit receive his word on the inside and let it, let it, let it do its work and rise up and affect the outside. You know, it can affect migraine headaches, right? It can affect all sorts of aches, all sorts of pains. So, you know, what Brenda's been doing, you know, about every morning, you know, since the surgery, she's been putting these 101 healing scriptures on. 101 healing scriptures that Brother Copeland did down at Branson. And I'm telling you, just one right after another, one right after another, word after 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 word, just letting it getting in on the inside of her, and it is affecting her whole body. And God's no respect to persons. He'll do the same for you. But I think we need to be diligent about these things. Amen? You know, if you prescribe medication in the natural realm, and the, and the doctor says, now I want you to take this pill three times a day. Amen. And uh, take it uh, during mealtime. And, and you go back to the doctor and say, well, uh, he says, how's it going? Well, it's not going so good. There's no difference. Well, did you take the medication? Well, no, I didn't take the medication. It's still sitting there on my coffee table. Well, that medication naturally is not going to do any good for you sitting on your coffee table or on your, on, or in the cupboard. Amen? And it's the same thing is true with God's medicine. You see, your healing has been bought and paid for, but God has dispensed His medicine for you and I to eat, to swallow, to speak, to act on, to rejoice in, to laugh in, and to get happy about. Some of you get that about 2 a.m. <coughs> Amen. So I got something in my spirit I want to share with you tonight. I want you to look over at Acts now, the book of Acts. And I want you to notice in chapter 20 and verse 28. Acts 20 and verse 28. I have a question for you tonight. Aren't you glad that you belong to him? One more time. Aren't you glad that you belong to Him? Yes. He has made us glad. Now notice with me in Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. This is a, 
a tremendous verse of scripture, and I'm, I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Version, and you don't need to put it up there, that's fine. But in Acts 20 and 28, it says, He obtained the church of God for Himself. Oh, hallelujah. We are set apart for Him. The same Himself that took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses is the same Himself that set you aside for Him. He obtained the church of God for himself. Buying it and saving it for himself. Buying it and saving it for himself. Listen, with his own blood. It wasn't the blood of an angel. It was the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The word buying, of course, means purchased. God's word translation says, He acquired you for Himself. We could take it just a little bit deeper, and it means that He fully acquired to make one's own, to reserve for oneself with deep personal interest and caring. He's interested in you. He has a deep care for you. He has a deep concern for you. Don't you dare let the devil tell you that you don't amount to anything. You are worth the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has deep care for you. You see, he that spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? Raise your hands and say, thank you, Lord. Woo, glory to God. That's so good, i got to read it again. He fully acquired us to make Him, to make us His own, to reserve for oneself with deep personal interest and caring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Notice with me in verse 19 and 20. Let this... Let this get on the inside of you. You are his own. Say it with me. I am his own. I am his own. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. When you pay a big price to own something, whether it be an automobile or a car or whatever the case may be, when you pay a big, big price to purchase something, you're going to take care of it. You're going to take care of it. Amen? Now in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, in verse 19 and 20, it says, What don't you know that your body is the temple of the what? My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, I need to be very conscientious of where I take my body. Amen? What I do with my body. Amen? Praise the Lord. Very, very important. I started watching something today and all of a sudden there was cussing. I said, I can't watch that. Can't do that. Uh Uh-uh. Why? Because he's in me and I don't want to expose himself to profanity. 
And I do not want it stopping up anything of His glory flowing through me. I don't want to grieve Him. How about you? I refuse to grieve Him. And one one thing that corrupt communication does is it grieves the Holy Spirit. That can be corrupt communication from others, but that also can mean corrupt communication from your own life. And it's not just in the area of of using the Lord's name in vain. Corrupt communication can be words that are outside of God's will. Corrupt communication would be something like this. Me talking behind James Luat's back. That's corrupt. That's foul. That's polluting. That's language that is not fit for a child of God. So he says... Let no, here we go, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. The Amplified says, don't let it ever come out of your mouth, but only that which is good and useful and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others. Amen. So, I said all that to say this. We have this glorious treasure in earthen vessels. We have this glorious treasure that the excellency and the power may be of God and not of us. And in this day and in this hour, if we want the power turned up, we must yield ourselves to a Holy Spirit life that is sanctified and pure and set apart and becoming to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Hallelujah. I think that's pretty good preaching. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. It says, what? In other words, Paul says, hey, guys, you need to know this. Don't you know that your very body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Which is in heaven. No, which is in you. Which you have of God. And I want you to read that next phrase with me. And you are not, I am not, we are not our own. And this phrase just got big in me this afternoon. And this phrase is simply this. We are his own. We are His own. Hallelujah. I'm not my own. That means my life is His. My life is not for myself. My life is for Him. Amen? Can you believe it? You are not your own. We are His own. Say it with me twice. I am His own. I am His own. Then it goes on to say, For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Those who will glorify Him in their body and in their spirit are those that will bring forth fruit And the Father shall be glorified therein. Amen. 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 
Amen. Now go to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. Just receive this tonight. Receive this as a good feeding for your spirit. For some of you, this is like, this is like a seed going into your spirit for the first time. It's like, whoa. For others of you, it's like watering the seed that's been planted. Amen? But you know what? It's God that gives the increase. And there can come an increase of revelation about Christ in you, the hope of glory in greater dimensions. Amen? As we attend to Him. Now, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, it says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed or purchased or bought back or rescued with corruptible things, thank God, like silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but your spirit, your soul, and body were purchased. Say with me, I was purchased. What were you purchased with? I was purchased with His own blood. And because I've been purchased with His own blood, I am His own. Hallelujah. Purchased with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Amen? What does that mean? That means the more something costs, the more we care for it. And you and I are bought with Jesus' blood. And here's the word that I have in my spirit. And I'm not going to speak all night. But I want to give you this, I believe, by the Spirit. And that is this. That God takes good care of what is his own. (laughs) Glory to God. He's taking care of me. He's watching over me. He watches over me when I rise up. He watches me when I lay down. He watches over me all day and all night. He never slumbers nor sleeps. His care is all over you. His sustaining power is all over your life. Glory to God. Hey! <laughs> it's all right to get happy on a Wednesday night. Yes. Amen. Yes. I'm going to say it again. So, God takes good care of what is His own. And you and me are His own. So, turn to Matthew chapter 6, and I believe the Lord gave me this. Just to remind you how much He cares for you. How much He loves you. Cast all your care upon Him. Why, Pastor Mark? Because He cares for you. He cares for you. In Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to look at verses 25 through 34, it says, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, How many of you ate today? Amen? He fed you, right? Uh, Well, you'll eat later then. (laughs) I heard a no. I didn't eat. (laughs) Oh, man. There's always someone in the congregation. So take no thought for your life where you're going to eat or what you're going to drink nor yet for your body. Don't worry about your body. 
Don't worry about your body. You're not, you're not your own. Your body is His. He's for the body. He did something about the body. Don't sweat about your body. I wish I looked better. I wish I was thinner. I wish I was... I wish this and wish that. Oh, stop it. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, somebody. You're fearfully and wonderfully... Don't sweat your body. I'm not going to say that. I'm getting all sorts of comments from the peanut gallery. That's one thing I miss about Brenda not being here for a while. Is, yeah. Don't sweat about your body. What are you going to put on? Huh? What am I going to wear to church? You don't have to have a word of knowledge. Oh, Lord, what would you have me wear today? Just wear what you want to wear. Just make sure the subject is covered. Or what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Behold, now the fowls of the air. They don't sow. They don't reap. They don't gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And then he says, aren't you much better than they are? The answer is, absolutely you are. Why? Because you are his own. Verse 27 Which of you by taking thought, taking thoughts, allowing thoughts to come, allowing thoughts to stay, you've got to guard your soul, you've got to guard your mind, take authority over things that contradict the word. Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And don't, why take you thought for raiment, for clothing? Consider consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't toll, they don't spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is burned in the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? Say yes and amen. He will clothe me. He will shelter you. He will heal you. Verse 31. Therefore, take no thought. I'm getting some good amens over there. Amen. That's all right. Amen. Glory to God. Some of us could learn from Him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 31. Therefore, take no thought. Thoughts are going to come, but don't take them. If someone tried to deliver a package of snakes to your door tonight at midnight, don't take them. Matter of fact, don't even answer the door. Right? Don't even give the enemy one inch in your thought life. Keep the door of your soul closed to cares and fears. Don't take thought saying. This is how we take thoughts, by declaring and saying. What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. You know, the Gentile, the whole world's gone nuts. You know, it's the me generation. What's in it for me? You know, let's take another selfie because it's all about moi. 
right? Seeking, 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 searching, searching through relationships. Searching, searching, searching for meaning in life. In all the wrong places. Come on, somebody. For all these things do the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly Father, who sent Jesus and bought and paid for you and made you his own, he knows that you have need of all these things. And he said, I supply your every need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But they're missing part A of Matthew 6.33. And that is, but seek ye first. Come on, somebody. Let this be branded in your spirit. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, the cause of Christ, the advancement of the kingdom, souls being saved, people being filled, lives being changed, bodies being healed, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then all these things will be added to you because your father loves you and you are his own. And he's watching over your life to bless you and to lift you. So what do you say? We align ourselves with his will and we just say together, I am his own. You are my very own father. I am your very own child. And I thank you, Lord, for taking care of me, taking care of my own. And then, Lord, I thank you for making me a big blessing to those around me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Somebody shout, good word. All right, let's all stand to our feet if we could. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, well, what did those people think about it? Well, I didn't ask them. I just loved them. You don't have to, you don't have to fall out of sorts with people that don't agree with you. You just you, you love them, smile, and say, let's go get a burger. Yeah. <laughs> let's go get a burger. Let's talk about some of the things we can't agree on. Amen? We're all heading to the same place. Oh, hallelujah. We're going to sing a song here in a moment. And I, I, I just thank God for His anointing tonight. I thank God for you that, that come out on a Wednesday night to feast on the Word. And I tell you what, you guys help me. You help me with your prayers. You help me with your attendance. Thank you for being here tonight. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, let us stay in an attitude of prayer and just an attitude of love for the Lord. Bearing in mind some of the things that have been said tonight. If you're here this evening and you've got questions in your mind about really whether or not your, what your final destination will be. Where, where will I go? What will happen to me when I die? What will happen to me when I, when I leave this earth? What will happen? Your Father will take you into His presence. If you have called upon the name of the Lord and you've opened up your heart and you said, Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my life. Your Father 
will gather you and take you unto him. Those of you that want to know for sure that you're saved, that you're a child of God, that you're born again. I'm not going to ask you to come to the front tonight. But by the uplifted hand, you'd say, yeah, Pastor Mark, pray for me. Go ahead and raise your hand right now. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord, receive Jesus as your Savior. All around this auditorium. All around this auditorium. Saints, just pray with me. There may be one, there may be two, there may be, there may be even more. I don't know whether she's just praising God or not, but praise the Lord. Let us pray this prayer together. Put your hand over your heart and say this with me, Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart. And I say with my mouth that Jesus died. He was buried. And he rose from the dead for me. And so I open up my heart right now. And I say that Jesus Christ is my Lord and is my Savior. I am a child of God. I am yours and you are mine. I'm in my Father's care for I am His own. Amen.